talk about Mulan. Mulan was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It was cinematically beautiful. You can pick it up. Yeah, I really like the storyline. I like some of the changes. I didn't think that I was gonna like that Mushu wasn't in it, but as you pointed out, it would be kind of weird if Mushu had been kind of a character in it. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It was uh, violent. It was the most violent Disney movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think that they did a good job, like not showing gore in it, though. Like there was a lot of slang but you didn't really see like the blood of it all mm. so i felt, felt that was very disney-ish so let's check the numbers on mulan so said it did six million overseas um dang why bo boycott mulan is trending it's yeah. always some folks on some well, I actually read that when I was looking up the rating for it, and it had to do with the actress who had supported um, some of the leadership happening and some of the actions happening in Beijing. She had posted something on Twitter, which led some humanists, humanitarians, that's a better word, humanitarians, to uh, say that people should boycott Mulan. Uh, we had already watched it at that point. <laughs> So the lead character said that she supported the Hong Kong police, and that's uh, and I guess they're dealing with police brutality in Hong Kong as well. Um, so that's why people went in on her. It's crazy that's going on in China too. Wow, folks will find a reason, but I get it. I get it. I don't know about boycotting the movie, but I get why people would have some issue with that. What else is going on on this? Let's see. I saw I got low ratings when I looked at it online. Like four out of ten was one of the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't get that good of a score either. Yeah, but I think the thing is when they uh, do a replication of any movie, people want what they had before. So if you change any of that, it almost loses the nostalgia of it for people, and they rate it based on that. Because I guess going into it, I wasn't expecting it to be the same. So just looking at the way that it was it was so beautiful and the storyline was good, not comparing it to the animated movie. That's what I was wondering. How many times has this movie been done? I thought it was done a couple times. I thought this was just like, this was only the second time? Yeah, this is the only live action Mulan film that I've ever Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so it says yeah, it was based on the 1998 animated film. I thought it was a film before 1998 that was redone in 1998. I thought this was the like third or fourth version of this story. No, it's, it's a Disney story, Disney classic that they just made in real life like they've done with other movies. We've seen that with The Jungle Book and The Lion King. And I think if we look at those ratings, they probably weren't good either because, again, people want it to be exactly the same, and that's not what they're going for. Mm, let's see. So, yeah, it's funny you called it a classic, and it was made in 1998. Like, ain't nothing classic from 1998. I don't think it was classic. I said it was a classic. You yeah. said Disney classic. A Disney classic like Cinderella. When does Cinderella come out? Don't forget, out? we're recording this. You can go back in here. 
Okay, okay, all right. I said it's classic perfect. Disney, like the way yeah, that's did. what you said. But classic. I don't mean like it's a Disney classic. I mean like that's the way Disney does things. Like, oh, got you, got you, got you. Know, you. I, Snow White, Cinderella, actually, um, Sleeping Beauty is the most classic. Gotcha, exactly. Movies. But you know the way that they do things always remains pretty much. Got you, got you. So not a Disney classic, but this was classic Disney. Classic Disney. Got you. Big difference. Um, so what other Disney movie are you hoping, or animation, are you hoping that they flip into a movie or try to do as a movie? That's a really good question. Um, I think they could do Princess and the Frog pretty well um, because it is, you know, based off of a family in Louisiana. You could really do something magical with that. But again, I, I, you know, I don't mind them doing the non-animated version. I just feel like broadly people don't really appreciate that. They look forward to it, but when it happens, they're just not as pleased. So here's a list of them. So you got Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia. I didn't know there was something called Fantasia. Only just the singer is only Fantasia. Fantasia is a very old Disney movie with Mickey Mouse, and it's just mostly symphony music. Oh, what about Mickey Mouse? Nobody's really done that. It'd probably be hard to do that, but that would be a good one. <laughs> Dumbo, Bambi. Well, they did Dumbo. Yeah. Um, some I never heard of before. Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland. They've done Alice in Wonderland. Peter Pan. I seen that they did Peter Pan. Lady in the Tramp. Peter Pan. That's with Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lady and the Tramp. Uh, I don't know about that one. Since it's dogs mostly. Sleeping Beauty. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. They did that one. one. Uh, Robin Hood did that one. Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. That ain't. Oh yeah, they did Christopher Robin. They did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. What else is on here? Aladdin. They just did that. Yeah, it's funny. I, I guess I was only thinking of a few, but there's so many. Mm-hmm. The funny. Lion King. That was interesting how they did The Lion King. It was like animals talking, but in like a movie style. So what's your favorite Disney movie anyway? I'm, I didn't realize these were Disney movies. Pocahontas, Hunchback, Hercules, Mulan. Oh, are they redoing Hercules? That would make Tavia's dreams come true. I don't know. That might be one we recommend. Tarzan. Dinosaur. Um, Chicken Little. Oh, now we're getting into the new age ones. Princess and the Frog. What about that one? Yeah, that's the one I said it would be a good mm-hmm. remake. Um, and then Frozen's. Moana and Frozen. Yeah, I feel like Mo- Moana's too current. Yeah, too new to... But I can see Moana being... Yeah, I can see that in the future, yeah. for sure. So out of all of these, my favorite is probably Robin Hood and Aladdin. Out of all these. What about yours? Um, I think one of my favorites is probably The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, they're doing a live version of The Little Mermaid. That didn't pop up on here. Oh, they did. Oh, Mermaid 1989. How old are you? <laughs> I said I didn't see it on the list. I decided I remember the mermaid. Uh, we watched the mermaid recently in here. Didn't they make a newer Disney version of it though? They're going to. Oh, um, no. Because I, I thought I remember seeing like watched some. Watched it recently, but the newest gotcha. version. Oh, they did. 
Wasn't was Queen Latifah? Oh yeah, yeah. They did it on TV. It was like a live Disney thing. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But the new one with the that's what that was. So yeah, did you? Oh, so Little Mermaid, yours. So your Robin Hood and Aladdin, those definitely would be my two. That I, I would, uh, yeah, they did Robin Hood already. They did. Do you ever see the Robin Hood with uh, Dave Chappelle in it? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. Watch, Dave Chappelle, Robin Hood. It's like a, it's like a spoof, but it's hilarious. Um, I think it's like a spoof. What is it called? It is called Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's what it's called, Men in Tights. Oh, it is hilarious. So we gotta watch that now. It's a hilarious movie. Um, and it's like a spoof on Robin Hood. Um, so that's on our movie list now. All right, it's a rainy day, so we can throw it on. All right. We're not going anywhere. So yeah, it is Labor Day, and uh, day that thanks to the organized labor movement we can rest and take a day off work uh, it is beautiful the fact that it's raining so it's kind of forcing us to stick around the house and yawn and be tired and be okay with that so i think that's a good thing yeah we'll be in for the day we wanted to go to i wanted to go to holden arboretum but it's not a day for that so we'll save it for some other time yeah, I'm glad to just relax. I'm glad that uh, this re this rain just forcing us kind of sit still. Um, I've been learning some new skills over my little break here. I learned how to do video editing. I learned how to set up this two mic stand. And um, oh, I didn't show you some of the memes I made. I made some memes yesterday. Glad you're enjoying yourself and resting. Yeah, that's my, you got to find what renews you. Like, you know, for me, what renews me is learning new things, learning new facts. That's what renews me. What what renews you? Um, you know, I went on a five mile hike the other day, and I haven't done that in a while. And I remembered just how good I feel after that, and how that is so renewing. And I was chatting with someone while we were walking, and. That really does it for me, just, you know, kind of, I don't, I don't want to use this word, but for lack of a better term, kind of cleanses me a bit, because um, for that five miles, you're, you're talking, and you start to talk about probably things that are a little deeper, and uh, it just feels good, so I, I really enjoy a five-mile hike. Don't they have something called, like, a forest bathing? That's like a cleanse, like forest yeah, bathing? Yeah, forest bathing. Um, I enjoy a... a paved hike um I, I guess i enjoy being in the woods too but i don't know that i've ever been in the woods and been completely quiet oh there's one of our children who flitted away <laughs> um so i feel like we sound sleepy on here we both sound sleepy that's because we are it's a rainy day it's still what time is it 11 10 o'clock on a rainy Monday morning a Labor Day Ooh, what else you I didn't even let that one out loud she just told on me what else were you gonna say what else do you want to chat about um I'm gonna try to make 
make some sesame chicken today. Oh, really? Yeah, that should be interesting. Found it. Recipe on Pinterest. Got the ingredients. Do we still got the HelloFresh uh, subscription? No, we canceled HelloFresh. We liked it and we didn't like it. So what are the things that you liked about it? Um, I like that you could just kind of mindlessly cook. It's like follow these simple five steps and you're going to get a good meal so you're not like stressing about ingredients and you know being creative and all that stuff you just like can just mindlessly kind of have fun with the ingredients and just follow the directions and talk and I, sometimes i feel like when when you cook you like kind of focus you like just this intense focus of not getting it wrong but with that it's like you almost know you're gonna be all right so you can just relax and cook that's what i like about it all right what i liked about it was the convenience of the delivery to our house mm -hmm. um it just showing up at our house uh kind of takes the pressure off some of the grocery shopping um what are some of the things that you found challenging or didn't like as much about HelloFresh? i'll go first with this one so um i just feel like they put the same ingredients in every meal mm -hmm. we kept mm -hmm. sour cream and yeah i think that was the cool part though it's like it showed you how many things can be done with sour cream True. onions yeah but we, potatoes. we omitted the sour cream almost every trip so yeah, it was like that's true we that's didn't true. really put it in there um because you know i know you can select meals but we didn't make everything creamy or mm -hmm. you know what was your else. what was your favorite meal out of all of those um i like the burgers that we made yeah, one time that's those crazy really, that's really the, like the same thing that's crazy but i think that they were pork burgers yep, I think they, they were, were they, they were Mm -mm, never had a pork so. burger then i think that's so crazy that's what I was thinking. my favorite one all of them was those burgers and we didn't had all kind of stuff yeah. like what all have we um the we've had chicken parmesan mm -hmm. with them we've had meatballs the meatballs were meatballs tasty good. um i don't know i just yeah we had different what? variances of chicken yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, mushroom do, chicken yeah we yeah. try to do less pork or beef meal since octavia doesn't eat it mm -hmm. and we'd have to cook something separately for her mm -hmm. but then it just kind of forces into a lot of chicken options and there's no option for ground turkey and it would have been nice as an alternative to yeah. have ground turkey as an That's option true. um because then we could have used that or even chicken burgers like you know ground chicken for the burgers would have been mm -hmm. nice alternative. um but yeah, it was fun and convenient. When you first do it, it's less expensive because you get that promotional price. But mm -hmm. then as you go on, it's a little pricey. I do think that um, it's somewhat comparable um, when you are thinking about the cost of each meal sometimes, but then other times it's just not. And then it doesn't, for us, it doesn't stop me from having to go to the grocery store because it's only three meals. Mm -hmm. And then um, also, like, we need snacks, snacks, we need different milk, mm -hmm. cereal, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't prevent us, in particular, from going to the grocery mm -hmm. store. But I can see for maybe a smaller family that might work a little bit better. Yeah, or just like those nights where, you know, two busy young professionals in a big city mm -hmm. come home and it's like, yep, our box is here. Let's right. whip this up. Let's go to bed. To yeah. But I, one thing even about, we had Blue Apron before. I do believe that both of them, um, and Octavia said the same thing, it just takes a lot more time than I'm usually able to give to a meal. Hmm. Um, so between like chopping everything up and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, things like that, like if you're in a hurry, it doesn't. Yeah, work. I don't think you it's have to have time around. to really. But I don't think it. it's taking that long. Um, I think some of the stuff they ask you is kind of 
unnecessary too like some of the stuff like the carrots like you know they always got carrots in there and they're like why don't you know grate the carrots and shave the carrots i'm like no i'll just chop these up put it on there and get the same result like so sometimes they're like trying to get you to get this presentation of the meal and that takes some extra time but yeah and i do think it helped us to um be better disciplined about making the kids eat more vegetables mm-hmm. because there's no always doubt. a lot of vegetables no in doubt. it. No doubt. And I think they were willing, especially when they participated in the cooking yep. piece of no it. Doubt. Um, but I think, you know, this summer between the Hello Fresh box and the garden, they probably eat more vegetables more, mm-hmm. more willingly, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like when they're a part of the process, either growing it or cooking it, they more likely to eat it. You know, mm, absolutely. Um, I do think that too, or at least try it and see. You know, mm, that it's less of a fight to at least attempt to try it. So, those were kind of the, the good things that came out of HelloFresh boxes. But we aren't doing HelloFresh Hello right now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not a plug on HelloFresh. Clearly, this is a review. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they can be a sponsor. We can keep going if they sponsor. Yeah, right. we keep going. Y'all can come back. Right. right. But I think it, it does break up the monotony. And I think that as fall and winter come, it would be a good thing to maybe do it sometimes. No doubt. Purpose, no so. doubt. I could definitely see in the wintertime. And, I, and I would hope they'd have different options during the fall and winter because different yeah, vegetables were in season. I, I hope they, you know. I don't know because even, let me think about the produce they sent us. I don't think it was carrots, in season stuff. because it was carrots, potatoes, yeah. tomatoes. It was just kind of those crops that's always, them storage crops. Yes, them crops. that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good so point. I don't know if we're going to get some new produce. That would be cool though. Put like a butternut squash in there mm-hmm. and then tell you how to do the butternut squash mm-hmm. soup. I did also like about HelloFresh that they had the brown bag. So, um, there, that's one of the things about these delivery services all the packaging yeah. right so but the brown bags you could like just throw your shavings in there yeah, throw but, your things. you kind of felt yeah, better about that yeah but it's funny they give you this big old plastic thing these big old ice uh, packets or whatever so you get all this stuff that you know is going into a landfill that's messing up the environment then they give you some paper bags so it's like <laughs> It's like it's about your conscience. Yeah, <laughs> it's like your conscience. Yeah, it's like uh, eco friendly. It is, but it makes mm, you feel a little better. Yeah, it's like so. here goes all this trash, and then oh, here goes some brown paper bags for I the last. I do think part. that the the ice uh, containers are supposed to be recyclable. I think you're supposed to like cut them, mm. drain them. Oh jeez. Whatever. All so stuff, and then also, you're, I was a little nervous. Like, what is in those things? Mm-hmm, Where am mm-hmm, I going to drain them? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. So. I think we were just like, yeah, pitch it. Yeah, I feel bad now. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I feel like we should have recycled it now. I don't know. Which kind of goes into uh, our lack of composting and how... Let's let's talk about composting and our journey as a family and how you sabotaged our compost. I don't remember how I sabotaged your compost, but I do believe that I did because... (laughs) I just like keeping it in the house. We haven't found a way to really manage it that it doesn't smell, that it doesn't attract bugs, and like who's getting it out there? How is it getting out? To I the forget. Garden? How are we first doing it though? Like I had gotten like a small compost, a container that said compost. I think that was the target. second way we okay. did. I think the first was just like you know me. It was probably just like a bag or something. We oh, was yeah, keeping it yeah, in yeah, or something. That, that was gonna work in my um, kitchen. Yeah. I forget how we were storing it at first, but it was like, yeah, like a bag. And then <laughs> and then you was like, I don't want it looking like that. Let me get a container. Then we tried the container. And then nobody took it out. And, and then nobody moldy. took it out. And we didn't have nowhere to really put it because oh, yeah, I had that little pile. It wasn't really successful at that point. Uh-huh. 
Um, but even now, we could put it compost in the garden if we covered it. Yeah, you know, because, that's the key. So I was at Washington Avenue Christian Church, and they have a really nice compost bin because they have those individual gardens. Uh, that some are community gardens, some are private. And I thought about that for us, too. But I thought, I my immediate thought was these raccoons that just keep getting in our stuff. Mm. So, for instance, our raccoons, raccoons are really intelligent, by the way. But when the raccoons get into our garbage, they like eat on top of our recycle bin and leave the bones. Yeah, the yesterday chicken. they left the McDonald's wrapper on one bin, a French fry. <laughs> a French fry. The, yeah. the, the raccoon didn't want the French fries, so that was the sign that we need to stop. Well, you don't really need McDonald's, but me and the girls need yeah, to stop so eating funny. McDonald's. Like, like, not, not even I want this. There's a problem. There's a problem. So That's yeah, my great. concern is we do have a lot of wild animals mm-hmm. in our backyard between our fox and our groundhog and we've seen a possum and we've seen a skunk and we know we have raccoons and the deer. I just don't know how we would manage a compost pile that doesn't get r- rummaged through on a regular mm-hmm. basis. So. Well, where I've been stacking the li- grass leaves and I was putting the compost over in that pile. You know, in a couple of years, that shit has some rich soil underneath it. Like if we peeled it up and needed soil to replace in the garden, we should be able to pull that up, scoop out some good soil here. Because we've been stacking at that same spot for, you know, three years now. Um, so that should be some good, good. I don't know, so I don't know. I did. I Speaking of mo, what do you think I did the front yard? Front yard looks nice. I think it looks good, but I think we're going to have to mow that back a couple more times. Yeah, I asked your uncle to come over here the other day. I said, well, can you uh, can we pay you to come cut the grass? And he said, thanks for the offer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang. He's like, yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. It's busy. Thanks for the offer. I'm yes. like, dang. I'm like, you've been looking out for us, but I, I got it one of those before. Like, yeah. thanks for the offer. <laughs> well, yeah. More backstory to that, but. Oh, yeah, man. But yeah, I think we are going to have to cut it down just a couple more times before the season mm-hmm. ends. But the front yard looks nice and we, you know, our beds are weeded and everything looks good in the front right now. So um, I think it's interesting this year because usually we always just make a strong attempt to cut down the very back of our yard. But we didn't this year because I wanted, I wanted the fox to have his own habitat. And it, I don't know, it just kind of mm-hmm. seems to blend in yeah. At this point. Especially with the new fence up, I think that makes oh, it yeah. seem. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like, We're supposed to make get on the other side. Make sure that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Do that. But yeah, with the fence up, I you know don't mind it growing mm-hmm. back there like that. Especially since I took out all those burrs a couple years ago. Those mm-hmm. little burrs we had. Um, I just don't think. It yeah, looks it looks healthy back there. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a habitat. Yeah, like, yeah. like a wetlands or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. is that what that's called? Like, you know how. I don't know if you remember years ago there was like that family who was getting in trouble because they was letting their grass grow oh, all the way high and they were like this is a uh, oh, what is that man. called it starts with a permaculture. Oh, permaculture. Yeah, yeah permaculture. Yeah. They're saying this is per- This is the natural way. This is permaculture, and the neighbors was not having it. Right, and um, I think I've seen permaculture done well, and I've yeah. seen it done where it's like, no, you're just neglecting your yard. Yeah, so. and I think they was keeping up with it, like in a in a permaculture way, just like this house when we walked to the ice cream spot how they got a bunch of plants in their front yard yeah, and stuff like they're really intentional and you can see they're planting things yeah that's and, true that's but, true but also it's attracted a lot of different types of bugs so every time you walk there past there now all these bugs fly mm. up so i don't know about that either but um yeah i think you can tell the difference when people are 
taking care of it versus mm-hmm. like haphazard or maybe people also sometimes people are just new to it and they don't really know what mm-hmm. they're doing mm-hmm. quite yet mm-hmm. but it can you know as a neighbor you know we live in a neighborhood where people yeah. would you ever do a garden in the front yard you know i consider that before because we had so much landscape <coughs> but I don't know. I really wouldn't. I think it's better in the back. I can see a garden reasons. on the right side, or like if you're facing outside from the porch, you facing that way on the right side along our property line. Yeah. I could see one right there, like right by that bush, right at the end of the house. I could see one there, but that's the only. So I can imagine one anywhere else, like on the left side as you going up the driveway. That would be weird. I can. I just feel like you know. Plants grow as they grow. Or we're really right, them. right in front of the window on the front where the bushes is at. Like remove all those bushes and mm-hmm. no, that ain't doing it for you. And I really like our lavender bush because it attracts hummingbirds. Remember, so yeah. that's kind of one of the. Yeah, that's cool. It's a, pollen, a pollinating um, bush, but yeah, I like the garden in the backyard. Hopefully, we are able to expand it and take more advantage of the sun next year. Because um, I think one part of our garden was getting more sun than the other, but I think it was awesome to have a successful garden. The girls enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of frogs this year, and I don't know if that's yeah, a direct, that's direct about. relation to the garden, but we had a ton of frogs yeah, in our yard, which is about. a little creepy. Or it got maybe something to do with that water back there. The school, you know, the school built those retention ponds. Yeah, but they, yeah, there's a fence though. I don't, I don't know what yeah, it is, but know, I know we have a bunch of them. Yeah. So. Um, they look like crickets. You think they're crickets, then you like. They've gotten bigger, though. So they've. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You think they're crickets, and then you look, you're like, no, that's a frog. And then next thing you know, a week later, it's like, yeah, it's a toad. You right, know? right. So I went to do something, and the garden one was jumping around. I was like, never mind, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, so like, I wonder what, what impact they're having on the ecosystem. Like, is they helping with something right now in the backyard, or are they hurting something in the backyard? Well, like, what is it? Yeah, so yeah. that would be helpful but I think we just never had any we had one frog over by the back door that like in the spring when I would go to like d- dust off mm-hmm. or whatever that little step then it was always a frog there but mm-hmm. I don't know why, why we got so many I don't know maybe I just hope one don't ever get in the house imagine how Tay would act if she saw a frog one of those frogs she would move out so <laughs> well you've <laughs> seen them before so in the know. house I know I'm saying like you ain't that she when she sees insects and stuff like that she freak out so I can't I know but I just the thought of stuff invading your house like when someone told us a story about those raccoons in their house I don't feel mm. like there's any other solution but to be like you can yeah, have yeah that's it. a whole different thing the raccoons in the house <laughs> raccoons, yeah it's time to move bats, it's time squirrels, to put the house up yeah I'm gone no doubt. I'm good yeah the moment I see a raccoon <laughs> in the house it's on it's on Trello and Zillow and Trulia it's on everything mix them together with new site Trello because uh, yeah, as soon as a raccoon end up in the house, it's a Take rat. Take a picture with the raccoon and post it. Like we're moving out. Mm-mm, no, <laughs> we don't. Act- as is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Short <laughs> sale. Um, I actually thought about that recently about uh, us buying another house. Um, what's your thoughts about that? I think it's hard because I feel like we live in a just really great neighborhood for us. Like I really like our neighborhood. It's off in the cut. It's not a main road. Um, we have great neighbors. We what about the neighborhood school. we rode through the other day in Elyria? The, 
the one where we you had never been back there before and it was yeah, other kids it, did, it didn't do it for me like i don't like the golf road having to travel golf road all the time oh, yeah, 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 or yeah. abby all the time very busy roads like so for those of y'all don't know Elyria, golf road and abby road are like very well golf is a very hilly road big hills biggest hills in the city uh up and down multiple hills and uh yeah getting in and out of that road is very difficult and then on the other side abby making a left is always in almost yeah then yeah abby's a four lane road very busy one of the busiest roads in the city four lanes you know i've considered it to um i've considered it too but i've all two things one is i would want to build we talked about that Mm. um i want to build a brand new house and then the other thing is just like what you would get for your money we know like it's it's more of a seller's market right now so if we sold our house perfect you know we would obviously get some equity in our home etc so Mm -hmm. we would make our money back but if we went to buy another home then i think that's where the fault would come in Mm -hmm. you know financially it would be like we couldn't we couldn't you couldn't buy a house our house for what we bought it for as much space as we had as when we bought it yeah yeah, so it's like then we would are we downsizing you know Mm -hmm. what are we looking at financially yeah, that would make sense if he was trying to downsize. To downsize yeah. yeah, you know, but I just can't see. Because, I mean, just, it's nice to have the space. It doesn't mean we have to have, we don't have to have the space. We've lived without it before. But in a lot of ways, it's just nice to have yeah, space yeah, with yeah. kids. I definitely would not be thinking downsize, for sure. I would think similar or larger size. Um, oh you know, God. we ran away from upstairs, downstairs, because we had little ones all the time. We was always yeah. so afraid of that. Well, remember the first house that we thought we bought had upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And so I wasn't, that's and that true. was when I was pregnant with Eliza and when Sophie was little. That's true. Um, I think we would have been very, very uh, on edge with the stairs. Yeah. But oh I mean, everybody God. else has stairs. You know, like it's not, it's not typical. I guess to have this much space and a ranch that we do. So I think people deal with steps all the time. I don't know. I guess if if we went to a new space, we've done a lot of work in our house. I think, again, I'd want to build and I want to be creative about how we put together our space and I'd want a big master bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, I could see um, us building a a two story house on attached to this. I thought about that. I also thought about expanding out as opposed to up, um, you know, because we have such a large yeah. backyard. I just this, this whole ranch concept. I don't know about it. I mean, it, it it does lead lead to a lack of privacy. But I think if we built out, I got you. I was wondering what it was. Yeah, else, yeah. Or we can, you know, because we could expand into another room ourselves, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the kids could be on the left, you know, mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I think it is the lack of privacy, or even like when you wake up in the morning. I was thinking the one day I was like, if I could go downstairs to the kitchen and make my tea or whatever then it wouldn't disturb eliza specifically probably mm. but it's like everything's on the same floor so you, mm. see you hear when people leave out their bedroom no doubt, no doubt. which in the other sense it is good because we can hear if the kids come out there you know so yeah, there's yeah. good things to it but also like just it is and if we did have a second story or second floor or whatever the kids would sleep upstairs you know we wouldn't feel comfortable us upstairs and them and downstairs, downstairs you know no. so mm-hmm. um yeah. But I, I, yeah, I've, I've considered both, and so I don't know. I, I don't really know. Sometimes, because of our location, I do imagine often us 
just doing more with this house as opposed to building somewhere else because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just feel like we're so close to everything yet <laughs> not in the middle of everything. Well, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I, I just really like our neighborhood. It was, it was, it was a good choice, a good choice That's for my husband. <laughs> who's fishing for me to say that, honey, it was an excellent choice. No, no, it was, it was to, God. Okay. Give, okay. It to God. Okay. give the glory to God. You ain't got to give it to me. Give it to God <laughs> and your aunt. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah that's true that's cr all of our stories are just so crazy it is, <laughs> there's it so is. many twisted turns so hi sophia we're uh in the middle of recording right now what would you like What? Gum for breakfast? I already had breakfast. But I know, but it's still morning time. So it's like. We went to uh, Be a Sweetie yesterday. I took the girls to Be a Sweetie. They hadn't been before. Frank had taken me when I was pregnant with maybe Sophia. Yes, Sophia, I believe. So I took them and they were able to choose two things. And Octavia was making fun of me because she was like, they could choose two things. I was like, yeah, it's too much pressure to choose one mm. thing. Um, but of course now it's just stalking us to eat their candy. Jeez, yeah, be a sweetie. It's got all this classic candy. What's your favorite classic candy? I decided yesterday I don't have a favorite classic candy. Mm. I was excited to see those score bars, but that's uh, not yeah, a classic. Yeah, but candy. no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what what gets you excited? What did you see I was that was exciting? See those score bars, but other than that, nothing else excited me. What made me? You laugh? like toffee. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. toffee. But um, what made me laugh was those candy cigarettes. Those <laughs> and I was like, who lets their cigarettes. kids get candy cigarettes? But I used to chew candy cigarettes. Oh, I used to walk around like, with my bump, you know. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 you can puff it out. Yes, yes. Dust fly. Yep, like, that was the gum candy cigarette. It's like oh, you could, yeah, you could puff one. it out. That's yeah, so cool. They was programming good. us. They was marketing to us at they such were. a young yeah, age. They still sell them. That's what I was really Well, like. be a sweetie. You don't see them nowhere else. Yeah. Ain't no way. They can't imagine that. Remember those bottles, like those waxy bottles, and you would suck the juice? Yeah, out of it. Like yeah. all that stuff, and I was seeing it. I'm like, that is so disgusting. Gross. Yeah, like, you'd be, so you'd be chewing on it, getting uh, a little yeah. Or the wax lips. Like, do you remember those? Those had like a flavor to them. I remember They're, like, that. Wax lips. I remember them. My stomach just started thinking yes. about those waxy. I used to love them things too. Chewing on them to yeah. get every little drip. And then there's these other things that were on paper, and they were like little dots of candy, and you like peeled them. Oh off yeah, and yeah. And sometimes the paper. paper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What kind yeah. of childhood did I have? Like. Why was any of this? Oh my food? god! But the other funny thing was Pez. They had they have all kinds of Pez dispensers, which is cool. Mm, but then I'm I was sorry. saying to the kids like Pez are so nasty. Like mm. the actual candy is so disgusting. It's all about the container, like mm. the cool you know container or whatever. But it, it was just interesting trip. And Sophie got bubble gum and high chews, and oh sis got something she really liked. I forget what she got. She got Twizzlers and one other thing. And what her second thing was and Lizzie got bubble gum and some sucker toy because you know she I kept mm. telling her we're not here to buy toys but she still somehow convinced me as you per the usual I see y'all got me cow tails that's yeah. my favorite classic 
and then they have that strawberry cocktail. You have to try that because yeah, I don't know, that know about introducing new classics. Like you can't. <laughs> I, when I seen, it, I'm like, hold on, this is supposed to be about classics, know, not getting new stuff. I always like to try new um, things. They but yeah, chocolate ones. I don't want to. Um, all right, top twenty retro candies. Oh, now later has to be on that list. Sweet tarts. I never was a fan of sweet tarts. There go your lipstick. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I, didn't, I ain't hip to them. There go candy buttons. Yeah, yeah them things. Paper all in your mouth. I Ooh, hated I these. Hate Necco, Necco waffle waff, wafers. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Cowtails, classic. Yeah. Oh, I guess the strawberry was around back then. I just never rock with it. Fireballs. Oh, I couldn't gosh. stand fireballs. Yeah, I did. I do remember fireballs. Oh my God, people breath. You know they had that fireball breath. You know, in elementary yeah. school, folks walk around with them fireballs and they breathy smelling like it. So that's my other favorite sugar. Sugar daddies. daddies. I got sugar babies though. This mm. time when I went. BB hats. I remember these, but not them being called BB hats. They just like sugar daddies, but had different flavor. Mm -hmm. Curly whirly. Nope, not hip. Fifth Avenue. I couldn't stand these. Never what? Fifth Big Chew. Big yeah. Chew. Oh my God. That's chewing tobacco. Yeah. It yeah. Is, it is <laughs> yeah. Marketing of chewing yeah. tobacco. It was, but it also, it had like a tartness to it. It mm. would like make your cheeks feel weird. Sherbet Fountain ain't hip to that either. Yeah. Macintoshes ain't hip to toffee. Ain't hip to them. Pop Rocks. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, lots of flavors of those. Thrills ain't hip to that. Charleston Chews. I remember these. Never had one of those. I've what? seen them. I've never ate one. Those classic. Popeye candy sticks. I remember those. Those are just like little, just like cigarette candy cigarettes. Mm -hmm. um, cherry by Cracker Jacks. I wasn't a big Cracker Jack yeah, fan. Cracker Jacks. And then Abba Zabo. Never heard of that before. Never. I'm surprised non letters didn't make the yeah, list. Yeah, non letters is a uh, is a That's classic one. What's your um, favorite flavor of non Um, I didn't like non letters. I hated non letters because mm -hmm. it gets stuck to your teeth. Yeah, I hated that. Um, but I'm assuming you had one. What was yours? I was trying to think. I I don't I don't really have a favorite flavor. I just like them, but I agree they just get stuck on the back of your teeth pretty bad. Oh, Chico sticks. See, I didn't mess with those. You didn't mess with Chico little. sticks. Not when I was little. I mean, I might eat one now, but like as a kid, it wasn't appealing to me. As a kid, I really ate Butterfingers like mm. all the time. That was really my thing. Runts. Oh, remember these? These you, you paid a little ten cents. The yeah, little ten, a, a giant eagle or something. Mm. You paid a little ten cent. Which is so funny when you think about just all of our practices. <laughs> how like, unsanitary that how was. Unsanitary <laughs> there. And even when you go to because um, you would you would put your hand in there and scrape it out. Then the next hand went right in that same <laughs> spot. Your candy went right on here. top of it. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. What were you about to say? Um, oh, just at Be a Sweetie, they do have those big bags of candy that you pour into those machines. Because those machines, mm -hmm. you know, still, still exist. Yeah. Although I'm sure most parents are always like, no. Yeah, you I, see them I at the malls. It. You know, they yeah, got them big. The big ones. Yeah, a yeah. kiosk of, of it. Boston baked beans. I couldn't stand these. This is the worst candy ever. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about worst. This is the worst candy. This makes the top five you worst candies down, ever. That was my dad's favorite candy. Big Boston baked beans? <laughs> favorite candy. And my Uncle Tim likes them too. Oh my god. It was the worst thing I've ever tasted. Like my stomach is them. curling right now thinking about there, it. Aren't there like peanuts in them? Like That's what it said. But 
there's there's something coding. Oh my god! I just get let's, I can't keep talking about my stomach gonna start hurting just thinking about it. I just the Boston baked beans by far. Oh no, good good and plenty. And plenty. Oh my skin. god, that's the second that, they well, make they in the top licorice. five. Yep. And Tay likes black licorice, isn't that like the crazy? Yeah, I think thing? there's something wrong with people who like candy corn, black <laughs> licorice. You candy know. corn, yeah. Um, yeah, there's bit of honey there. is kind of up there too. I don't, I don't mess with bit of. Honey. Where is that? At? You see it right there. Oh yeah, I ain't mess with that either. That stick to your teeth too. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, I think those wax. <laughs> these right here. What are those? Oh, the, the like different hard candies. Oh, these yeah. are the church candies, but these are the worst yeah, ones. Out of people's purse. Yeah, you better come through with the good know, church candy. I don't candy. like any of those candies with the stuff in the middle. So the little strawberry things are disgusting mm-hmm. to me. Yes, like the gross. These right here, I used yes. to. Lo- I love these too. You got to the strawberry. Like once you got to that, it's like all right, we're gonna spit this out of. Here go the. Uh, <laughs> they was getting the candy cigarettes. Actually had kings on it. Um, Let's I see remember those chuckles bomb or what they taste. Oh, like. there go the waxy things, the Coca Cola, wa- the cola wax bottles. Yeah, that's just weird. On the list of worst Halloween candies: black licorice, Tootsie Rolls, <laughs> Smarties, Good and Plenty, Bitter Honey, Wafers, those Necco. Yeah, everything. So, yep, we ain't alone. Oh, butterscotch. I don't, I don't mind the butter peanut butter kisses. Oh, yeah, those are disgusting I too. Never had those Look, hold on, let me zoom in. You got it. Once you see this, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I've had, because these are an air bites. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are called peanut butter kisses? That's what they, I think that's what they, call. no, that's that's what they call these peanut butter uh, kisses. All right, let me see what, oh. that, what those are called. Yeah, those soft peanut things, those are always so nasty, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those yeah that they're called no, they called peanut butter kisses, and the other one's called circus peanuts. Oh yeah, those are both really disgusting though. Hold down, hold down. And so, um, you know, Halloween is coming up. It's gonna be crazy because of the pandemic. I'm just a little bit stressed out about it, but we gotta do it still. And it's on a Saturday. Halloween's on a Saturday, so. Well, and I know. I mean, we have varying thoughts and whatever. Six lits. Oh, six lits are bad. Those what? Are bad. Those are bad. Bad, like good bad. Like, taste so good that they're bad. Oh, yeah, right. Sixlets are one of the best candies. Those are knockoff M&M's. Yeah, exactly. I think these was before M&M's. Listen, the candy content game may be dominated by M&M's, but the children in the 60s love Sixlets. Yeah, I don't know. They might have came through first. I feel like M&M's stole their swag. uh, Sixlets were probably sold at Value City. Sixlets was (laughs) the one. And then they had the little strips of them, so you you can get a little bit at a time. Whatchamacallit? All right, but we was about to talk about trick or treat. So giving candy away during the pandemic, touching on it, and everybody else touching on it, and you take it home, and then whatever's on there, you taking it to your house. That's well, what I had an talking. idea of how that could be done differently, but anyway, I, uh, you know, last year with the kids, we just like stopped at a couple neighbor houses and children's house. I got them Legos. We watched movies. They got to dress up, and I think we're gonna. Make yeah, but we can't think about it in terms of how we manage things. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? We got to think about it in terms of how the public yeah, handles so, things. Well, remember my idea was that you know there would be different places to drive to where you could you know still pick up your candy bag that was pre-made right. with gloves. Ain't nobody trying to organize like that. Folks is not going. Folks gonna do what they gonna do. We I think we just need to kind of give some recommendations to the candy giver outers. To like, all right, candy giver outers. If you're gonna give out <laughs> candy, you outers. need to wear a mask. You need to, like, we gotta give the candy giver outers a, like three rules or something, three gu- pieces of guidance. Cause public gonna do what they're gonna do. They got, they managing kids with sugar high kids with costumes on. 
it's like a horror movie. Uh, so they they managing that. These and are sugar high. They're not eating their candy while they're out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know, every time kids, can I have this? Oh, he no, gave me this. To, can I have no. a? Can I have a sucker? The rule since the eighties is you have your candy checked first. Yeah, yes, uh, you have to have your candy checked. Well, yeah. Again, I guess I guess we need a rule for the twenty twenty. Is like, all right, well then you need to sanitize your candy, like. Um, put your candies in a wrapper. I don't know. Put it in a bucket of water or something. Like uh, soak your candy. I don't know. You gotta come up with something to get that. this candy. Um, I mean, I guess if you wore a mask and yeah, what the candy giver outers? The candy yeah. distributors. Yeah, let's call them that. Candy uh, the candy giver outers. <laughs> wear a mask and um man that's gonna be so crazy I mean, you can't you can't think about and like it. meet them at the driveway you know what i mean don't let them come up to your door and knock on your door oh, that's another thing okay no door knocking we could do that but people generally like that's so few like so many people sit in their garage or sit on the porch like no, not so growing up when i grow up it was all you was always I'm knocking sure. on the door you're older but like our ain't that so creepy to you knocking on somebody's I door like hey y'all giving away kid Mm. I can't tell the whole story because it's embarrassing. But I was dressed up. I went to someone's house and knocked on the door. I remember when there was a screen at the top, but the bottom was just like white or whatever. You couldn't see through the bottom. Just there was a screen at the top of the, the screen door. Like glass? No, it was like a screen. Like you, Yeah, like it, it was a whole door, but mm -hmm. then like the top was a screen and the bottom was just like a regular door. So yeah, 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 yeah. So then the person was hiding at the regular door part and like popped up oh, dang. and scared the mess out of me. So I like ran down oh, there dang. their little sidewalk and that was the end of my trick-or-treating. Dang, that's cold. That's cold. That's cold. Bad. But I feel like for them, I mean, I know... In our neighborhood, people sit in the garage. Maybe a couple of our older neighbors. Um, I think one you did knock on the door, but even most of our neighbors sit in the garage. It's kind of like a thing. Yeah, well, maybe that's a rule this year. Like you gotta sit outside. If you're gonna give candy, you gotta sit outside or sit in the garage. Instead of Stay instead of everybody touching but the door. I guess doorbell. on slow nights, that's what makes it hard because I know like one of our neighbors down the street. It was really slow on our streets. So yeah, you just sitting door, outside. But they gave out full size candy bars, so it was worth it. Yeah. So I don't know. But in, yeah, I do think that the garage thing work. But I feel like trick or treat is kind of a social distance thing. Like you kind of go with your friend, your close friends and family. Well, yeah, I, I just my biggest concerns are the, everybody touching the candy and then going home and like if that per <clears throat> person has something on their hands, they just you know taking it off right in the car and eating some and then boom, you just pass the virus on. Mm -hmm. And then touching doorknobs and and doorbells. And then, um, see, those so much. Hey, look, we getting the door now. Trick or treat? Are you going to say trick or treat? All right, well, go back, go back out there in the living room and finish watching what y'all watching or doing what y'all doing. Yeah, in a little bit. I don't want to say, well, I just want to, I'm saying it's not first thing in the morning, and maybe it's something like it has some candy. <laughs> See? Talking about some candy. We just be talking about candy. We'll talk about candy after 12 o'clock. We'll talk about candy after so go see what time it is. It's not twelve o'clock, but go see what time it is. So after uh, after twelve. Yeah. We'll set a timer. We'll set a timer. 
So, See, yeah. talking about trick or treat. See, these kids, sugar is a drug. Well, it's funny because, you know, we also talk about trick or treat in our house and Easter and all these other events where they get all this candy. We don't let them eat it anyway. So, mm. it's like, that's another thing. Like, I don't know, as a parent, I'm like, yeah, pick out five of your five mm. things and the rest will donate or the rest will whatever. But it's not, even with what I got them, I probably won't let them eat everything. Yeah, bit you didn't it. even get a lot. Yeah. I was surprised that they said they went to be a sweetie. I'm thinking they about to have this big tub of candy. Yeah. They had like five things. I'm like, what kind of trip was that? I got two things apiece. And then we got my grandma some uh, old time gum that she chews. Mm. Uh, one's like a black licorice. just a cinnamon flavor. And I don't know what the third one was. Mm. But I remember her chewing that. And then I got you two sodas. Oh, I seen those in the front. I didn't know if those were. Yeah, cream. I think cream soda was one of them. And I love the cream soda. Other one was like a caramel cream soda. I okay, you okay. Like so there were so many flavors. It was hard to Speaking of that, I was asked, was I grilling out today? It's raining. Is this my excuse for not grilling out, or should yeah. we do it? You still like? I can grill inside too. Would you like like burgers and dogs today? No. No. Not in a not burger. It. I know you said sesame chicken. That's like some. I'm not gonna say. I'm glad. Uh, no, we're, we're fine. I will figure it out, but I'm not. I'm really not in a burger. Burger, 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 hot dog, rib. No, ribs is. Uh -uh. It's not. And yeah. I mean, if we, if I don't know, I, I feel like, for me, this is the end of summer. Like summer's over for me. It's mm. been over because I felt like fall, fall was in the air for the last yeah, two weeks. So. I thought about that earlier, like. Like last year during this time, like everybody was like, man, after Labor Day, the campaign got to kick, you know, you got to go to another level. Everybody going to be out there. And I never felt like after Labor Day, I felt like people start doing stuff, but not like it was this blitz. But I feel like this year with all this campaign stuff and oh, election yeah. stuff going on, we about to, and then people ain't able to go door to door like they used to. I feel like commercials about to be all over the place. Ad, I feel like ads about to just be crazy. Yeah, but do you think that people still do literature distribution door drop? Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think lit drops. I think people could get not in trouble, but feel like they don't want to put themselves. They don't want to upset a voter by knocking on the door right. and trying to talk to them. Like, cause I could see a voter be like, "Don't you understand? It's a pandemic. Why are you knocking on my door to talk well, to me?" And <laughs> also, mean? don't you think that people will use that as excuse? Cause it's already uncomfortable, right? So yeah. yeah. Really like, are you even that? You know, cautious about the pandemic. Yeah, will, like, try to yeah, use that. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. 1919 answers. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It's pandemic, not answer. For any reason, anyway, but. But I, it's gonna be interesting for sure. I, I was in a neighborhood that we like. I was thinking about just some of my favorite places to campaign and knock mm -hmm. on doors, and mm -hmm. we was doing a bike ride the other day uh, with you know all the residents, whatever. Um, we rode through one of the neighborhoods that I really enjoyed the door-to-door -door of, and it was just like, I felt like I knew everybody in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like, this you know, like, these my folks, you know, and I seen somebody I did know, and I was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, hey. It was like, it just, yeah. it was a cool feeling of like, like that door-to-door -door piece, like I, I said, like, I know, of course, with the pandemic right now, not appropriate, but like, I wanted to continue doing that no matter what, just yeah. popping up on people's doors, like, hey, mayor's here, I just want to check and see how things is going. Yeah, and, I remember you did say that, and I thought it was unfortunate that you couldn't this year because of mm -hmm. the situation, but I think you found other ways to check in which yeah. is really really good and in the future i know you will keep that commitment to check back in on people yeah. face to face um yeah so it's just it's interesting times i'm glad that you got to campaign last year as Amen. opposed to this Amen. year um and even with you know kind of what's going on with voting i just i feel like you were just so fortunate just mm -hmm. to 
have that done last year. That's real. Um, and, you know, while we're on it, make yep. sure you vote. You know, yeah, that's real. It's always, always your civic duty, and it's always important to vote. Um, and I don't know that I, you know, people use the term, like, especially now, but I think mm. it's especially always. You know, mm, always mm-hmm, mm-hmm. use that, and it, it, whoever you are, it's a, whoever you are voting is a privilege, right? And so mm. I think that for some of us, it's been fought for and makes mm. it even more of a privilege. And mm. I think for us to not use that right uh, in a way, it's, it's just not honoring. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And oh, so. Yeah. And this thing, this whole, this whole <clears throat> experiment is, is dependent on people voting. You know, this whole democratic experiment is if we don't vote, then we're going to get some weird like we got some weird stuff going on right and i think that people don't understand the implications of not voting i think that they think like what's the difference like there is a difference in your voice being heard or you not being represented or and then i you know i think what we need to get better at instead of people telling people not to vote you need to vote and you know yeah 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 you know make sure you hold people accountable yep, you need to yep. vote and be involved you need to yep, vote yep. and make sure that whatever politicians said they're going to do that they're actually doing yeah, it. Yeah. you know it's like i don't know why people want to go backwards instead of forwards like mm. what's the next step after voting yeah yeah, of, yeah oh i'm gonna hold my vote you mm, know mm, um, because holding your vote really doesn't do anything yeah yeah, yeah. So. i think yes yeah, it's, um, it's interesting times we in and you know this is 2020 has been an interesting year still telling year i've said you know these next six months i think are going to determine the next i say six years but i think even longer than that's going to determine the next 20 years because uh, there's just so many major decisions that we're going to be making this year and how we handle this pandemic who's going to be the president um it's really just going to shape how we behave you know our behaviors are being changed this pandemic has changed our behavior you know social media has changed our behavior um so we're just in some real interesting times and i think now more than ever we just need folks to be engaged and informed you know informed with accurate information with facts with yeah that's the main thing facts you know and right well and i um you know would even implore I don't know people who just in the past have said like i don't get involved in politics mm. or i don't understand politics or you know because yeah because you're involved in politics no matter whether what you yeah. are poli- we are politics like we're yeah. affected by policies so yeah. i you know my thing has been like yeah politics are hard to understand there's a lot mm-hmm. of chaos no doubt. but i don't want anyone making decisions for me without me like mm-hmm. I, just, I don't want that so mm-hmm. it's my responsibility to educate myself and it, it's hard i mean there's a lot to muddle through oh yeah and policies yeah. are hard to read and yeah you don't maybe understand what's underlying but i just you know think that if people get involved with what's important to them yeah that would be enough yeah and ask questions i think mm-hmm. th- it is hard to understand so that's why you should ask questions of your elected officials of like where do you stand on this and this is what's important to me how are you addressing this issue that's important to me and let them explain you know you don't you shouldn't have to go through the law library and figure out all that stuff you you know ask these people who you elected to represent you 
to give you the answers. Well, so. and also ask the people that you didn't elect, the people you didn't vote for. You know, if mm-hmm. you didn't vote for them, it doesn't mean you should just go away. You know, you mean so, you didn't vote for them, but they won. They won. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so what I mean. Like, yeah, you know, whoever. Like sometimes I think that people are holding people to the fire that they voted for because, like, well, you said this, so I'm going to yeah, keep that. Yeah. But then it's like, if it's not our person, then yeah, that's funny. Because there's been a couple times, it's been some folks has been like adamant about stuff, and it's, it's clear, like you did not vote for me, <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> Right. But they hold me to the fire, right. so it's like I don't, I and I don't mind it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not like I'm like, hey, you didn't vote for me, so I'm right. not interested in the issue right. you got. It's like, right. no, you, you a resident of the city. I, you know, I could care less if you voted for me. At the end of the day, I'm here to serve you now and help you. And um, well, and then also people who've already been in office, make sure you watch how they've represented you in the past or the things they were you know, yeah. passionate about or what they did in the past because sometimes good and bad you can see what they stand for by, by yeah. their work at the end yeah, of the day. I, yeah and I think you gotta ask again it's so easy I, I see for people to politicians to hide and I think you just got to ask your representative straight questions like, how do you feel about this issue? How do you feel about race? What is your thoughts about the status of, you know, like ask the straight questions um, because politicians are crafty. They are crafty. They some know how to hide. Yes, yeah, some politicians are really know how to hide. Well, and I, um, you know, people understanding the humanity of people, for one thing, like uh, these politicians are just people at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, who are elected politicians, um, but also, you know, understand there is no perfect candidate. No, no, there's no, never no, going to no. be someone who a hundred percent agrees with you. If so, you should marry them. You know, it's yeah. like a, that's a whole different conversation. Yes, Liza. What's the good news? Oh, good job. You're not biting your nails. All right. Five more minutes and we'll be done. Good job. Proud of you. The, the nail biter has, has just proclaimed that she's done biting her nails. She's free. She's free. <laughs> she's free from nail biting. Oh, man. So uh, in closing, what do you uh, what are some parting thoughts that you want to share uh, with folks who are listening? Um, I think just as a parent, we're all embarking upon the school year, mm-hmm. and um, I just think it's so important. I, I know I've been challenging myself to just be as positive as possible for two reasons. I think it'll help, you know, mm-hmm. um, just because there's there's so many moving pieces, and it's hard okay. to yeah. wrap my mind around how this is all going to work, and just my underlying concern is always that my children get the best education that we can possibly give them, mm-hmm. um, but also our kids are listening, you know, so if we're complaining about it a lot mm-hmm. or saying a lot of negative mm-hmm. things about it then that's the way that they're going to look yep, at it yep. and it's not going to do them any good at all yep. so you know just remain positive and speak to other parents about what's working in their household what are the best practices what are the best setups what is the schedule you're following that's really working for you how are you doing lunch you know just little things mm-hmm. to help encourage each other and help make it a little bit easier on each other mm-hmm. i know i'll be reaching out to my network of moms to see what they're doing um, that's working, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all can point out the failures very easily. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not hard to get caught up in that, but you know, um, doing what's working, and then you know, as, as much as possible, supporting our educators because um, they are kind of in the same boat as us. So just it, you, they have families and homes too, yeah. And then also, it's new to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and there's a lot of pressures on our school system. Um, and, and again, these are people, you know, so at the end of the day, just supporting people overall because it's not an easy time, I don't think, for anybody. Um, so, yeah, I just want to remain positive and supportive and 
you know, give it my best and, and my all so that, you know, my underlying goal is always met that my kids are, are as educated as possible. That's awesome. Maybe you can do some videos and show people what you're doing here at home and so that can for folks trying to figure out how to navigate it, you can maybe show folks, you know, and talk about it with Still folks. Have to do it and, and help look people. Pretty good. Yeah, and help people <laughs> through it. Um, and yeah, I think the same that this important school year that now is a time for parents to and community to come together, work together. Um, it's an opportunity to teach your kids something maybe you wanted them to learn um, that maybe you you know how to change the light bulb or you know fix a toilet you know little things that you could turn into educational opportunities at home so we're going to be in this together and um, appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening and uh, looking forward to many more discussions and updating y'all how things are going with the Whitfield family yep bye you guys enjoy your rainy day peace